Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you this afternoon, May 18th, 2023. We got a lot to get into here. It's barrel scraping season, and we might have a star joining Golden Bachelor. All this and more on Bachelor Rush Hour, the podcast. Let's do it. Hey. Yeah, you guys feeling it? We got that reggaeton energy coming today. Let's do it. It's Thursday, Thursday. Everybody, let's go. One day closer to Friday. Get out of our dumb jobs. Go back to a fun weekend. Speaking of dumb jobs, Katie Bigger, not a dumb job at all. She's an essential worker. She said uh, she's going back to working as a nurse. Uh, She told Austin Monthly about her decision. She said, you can just go to L.A. and then try to pursue that. I guess that being influencing, which is totally fine. But for us, we love Austin. We love everything that's going on here. And I think a lot of other people recognize that, too. She added, I'm going back to my nursing contract at the end of the month, and I'm looking forward to that. I love the hospital I work at, and the people are incredible. Like Zach said, we're not really trying to be in the limelight. We're just honestly trying to be normal. Well, good luck with that. I mean, can you imagine if your nurse is Katie Bigger? I would feel like I wouldn't even be able. I'd be like, uh, you know, I'd, I'd try to. I don't know why, but I'd like try to look cool in front of her. She'd be like, sir, you're injured. <laughs> I'd be like, can you look the other way when you change my, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what she does. Uh, either way, she posted a TikTok says five minutes into your shift. She's already looking out the window w- wishing she didn't have a job. I mean, I think we can all agree, even if you have a job you love they can still suck at times. Like I love making content. I love talking to you guys, but some days I don't want to, (laughs) you know, you got to do what you got to do. Right. All right. So anyway, Katie bigger back to work. She's just like you and I, she has a job and I got a real interesting, uh, you know, I always scour the internet for you guys to see what I want to talk about here. And I've got a nice heartwarming story. I have to explain the visuals for you and I need you to listen closely. This is Thomas talking to his unborn son through Becca Kufrin's belly. So he's leaning up to her belly button, which I guess the belly button is the portal to the conversation that happens. And I I, I love it. I think it's great. I can't, if I have a kid on the way, which I don't that I know of, but if I did, I would be looking at it all day. I would be running stand-up jokes by it. I'd be playing it baby Mozart. I'd be playing it some, uh, you know, baby reggaeton. You know what I mean? I'd be doing the whole thing. (laughs) Just kind of kicking it. But either way, here's what Thomas had to say to his unborn son. Hey, buddy. I need you to keep growing strong in there. I would would appreciate it if if you took a little loose on your mom's bladder. But... I understand you got to do what you got to (laughs) do. So he says, I'd appreciate it if you take it easy on your mom's bladder. Oh, I got to tell you, I, I, listen, I, I've never, I've never birthed a child, but I can imagine it's very, I, I, men are not strong enough humans to birth children or whatever. I understand that. But with that said, the thing I look forward to the least is becoming the sort of person who has to listen to what my wife is going through. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather breastfeed than hear that the kids got a toothy bite. You know what I mean? But like, I can't do that. I can only be supportive. And yet here we are. So anyway, Becca then posted this image on her Instagram that said, some days I wake up in a bad mood, but then remind myself at least DeSantis isn't my governor. And of course you can't post anything with an opinion in the political world without getting DMs from people. So here's what people, here's her response to what clearly was some fallout from that post. 
The fact that some people will go into strangers' DMs or on their page and tell somebody else what to do or make demands like, don't post about politics, don't post about pregnancy. Like, sometimes we don't need to say anything to other people. We can just shut up. And it is wild to me that people think it's okay and do this so often that we just, we can stop. Sometimes everyone should just take a moment and just think, hmm, maybe I should just shut the f up. <laughs> oh, I've never loved Becca more. Maybe I should just STFU. Listen, Becca, if you have uh, obnoxious commenters and it's stressing you out, may I recommend trying a microdose gummy? Today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummy, an, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Becca, you're over there. You're well, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe don't do microdose gummies when you're pregnant. I don't, I don't know the rules with that, but but look into that. But either way, it'll help you curb your anxiety and keeps your creative mind flowing all day long. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code Becca Kufrin. No, I'm kidding. Go to microdose.com and use code Rush Hour to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. Again, microdose.com code Rush Hour. Yeah, so I'm all about Becca kind of um, telling people to mind their business. It's true. You are watching Becca's life and you don't necessarily earn the right to commentate or or comment, I should say, on what she's got going on. You can vote with the follow button or not. I always tell my audience the same thing. I appreciate constructive feedback, but if, you know, if Becca doesn't like the policies of the governor from Florida, she's allowed to say that and you're allowed to keep scrolling, folks. But you know what? You know what I do notice though when covering Bachelor news is if I share my political opinions on a certain topic, there's a lot of people that listen to Bachelor news that may, that might never listen to alternative sides of a discussion when it comes to the news media, and that'll go for people on both the left and the right. This isn't a one-sided argument. So I I personally listen to a lot of progressive news, but I also listen to conservative news. I I try to get a lot of content from a lot of different places, not necessarily because I believe all of those voices and those opinions. But as a comedian, it, I think it just helps me formulate my own opinion when I hear many different opinions. Uh, but, um, you know, a lot of people might don't, might in their daily lives might not be exposed to people that think differently than them. And then they come and check out my Bachelor podcast, hear a little talk about the Florida governor, and they uh, lose their mind. It's like, okay, well, I think we should all go back to a society where we don't lose our minds when people have differencing of opinions because that's not fun. If you scroll through my my uh, podcast, just about every one-star review is from people that don't like my political opinions on things. And they might go, I don't want to hear that on your podcast, which is supposed to be about Bachelor. And it's like, look, the podcast is about me speaking and it's what I want to speak about. And you can decide not to listen or skip forward past that part. But if I bring you any joy or love in the world, if you enjoy the content, you'll stick around. And if not, well, you, you wouldn't have liked me in the first place. So better off getting to know each other right off the bat. And speaking of getting to know each other, Martha Stewart said, I'll go on that new uh, senior citizen bachelor if I can see the men first. We're going to get into that full story. 
we didn't call it the senior citizen bachelor. That's what the article called it. It is going to be called golden bachelor. I don't know if golden means senior citizen or what. Uh, maybe in the bachelor world, golden means if you're over 34. I don't know. Uh, so we're going to get to that story in a second. But first, I wanted to share what Almost Famous had to say. They interviewed Sarah Trot, and uh, Sarah was um, uh, self-eliminated from the show because she had her father who was um, had a degenerative disease called ALS. I fully suggest, if you want a heartwarming interview, something that's a little less superficial than your normal Bachelor Nation conversation, I fully suggest checking out the full Almost Famous podcast episode. Or at the very least, you can go to my YouTube channel and check out my coverage of it. I'm only going to play a couple clips here. But essentially, Sarah's been caring for her father, and ALS is a 100% fatal disease. Your brain stops sending signals to your muscles. You eventually go from not being able to speak, walk, and then finally not being able to breathe. It's a horrifying disease and she's helping spread uh, the word about it and, you know, is very charitable with her time here. So unfortunately, she was promised that she would get a chance to FaceTime with her dad while she was away on The Bachelor and that didn't happen. Have a listen. Even talking to the producers, like, Hey, my situation is pretty unique. You know, mm -hmm. my dad has a terminal illness being away for a few weeks. It's going to be difficult. Would it be possible to make an exception where I could FaceTime or maybe, you know, with a producer in the room, the producers that I spoke with assured me I would be able to talk with them. And when I got there though, that really wasn't the case, which really? was a bummer. Um, nothing compares to my family and being with family time. It was a difficult process to leave. My perception of reality felt like it was flipped upside down. I'm like, who can I trust here? Like, I, I felt like I was trapped. Even Okay, so she talks about this and goes more into the details about it of saying, basically, they said I could FaceTime my dad, but then they would say, let me ask someone else for approval. And of course, it was one of those situations where she got uh, stiffed by the show. And a lot of people commented, if your dad, uh, you know, if your dad was sick, you should have never gone on the show. Look, her dad didn't want her to just pause her own life. Her dad wanted her to go pursue opportunity. All she wanted was a quick FaceTime with her dad, maybe every couple of days, not you know, not the worst thing in the world, but unfortunately, producers just go to show really how little they care. And um, uh, he, when pressed, uh, here's what Sarah had to say about possibly joining Bachelor in Paradise this summer. And I will say uh, her father did pass away last year. Um, and uh, I can't imagine how difficult that was to deal with a parent with a degenerative disease like that. Um, she's She seems like a real smart, beautiful and put together person, I think Bachelor in Paradise would be lucky to have Sarah Trot. You're um, totally about to leave for Paradise, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know. I can't say oh anything. Oh my god, we got about two weeks before you'd go fly out there. So I can't wait. <laughs> so there she is. Uh, Sarah has nothing to say about whether or not she would join bachelor in paradise i believe she was a reporter right she worked in news now she's kind of like a lifestyle blogger type i think it'd be great for her if she um if she decides to go on bachelor in paradise i think she earned it and um you know had her time cut short due to circumstances out of her control and we'll have to see how that goes down now speaking of people going on the show i'm going to get into our featured article of the day which is martha stewart right after a break from a word for our sponsors 
All right, without further ado, here is my coverage of Martha Stewart saying she would do Golden Bachelor. Have a listen. Let's get into this story. So Variety had an article, and the title is Martha Stewart Reacts to Critics of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Cover. She said, I've had absolutely no plastic surgery whatsoever at 81. The lifestyle mogul is the oldest person to be featured in the magazine's annual bathing suit issue. So just a few days ago, it was announced that The Golden Bachelor is actually going to be a show that happens. My assumption, because it's called The Golden Bachelor and not The Golden Bachelorette, is that it'll be a man and he will have a uh, a uh, um dozens of women uh that are gonna vie for his love i don't know we don't know if it's gonna be the same script as bachelor or will they do something more um alternative like they did with uh, listen to your heart where there's more of like a bachelor meets bachelor in paradise open mingling happening i think that might be a good way to tell the story so that there's multiple love stories and you see less heartbreak. Uh, But we'll have to see how it all plays out. Now, Martha Stewart is in the news because she's made the cover of Sports Illustrated. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, there she is with her cover photo. She looks absolutely fantastic. She's a billionaire, self-made, right? She's uh, been in the world forever. She's even gone to prison. She's done a hard time, folks. She's friends with Snoop Dogg. She's actually hilariously funny. And she's um, she's also refined. I think she would be... I don't know if they could afford her, but and, and also, is she single? Um, I don't even know. But either way, I'm going to read parts of this article. We'll get to the part where she said she would do Golden Bachelor. Martha Stewart just had two months to get ready for her already iconic Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. She upped her Pilates to three times a week, watched what she ate, and stopped drinking alcohol. I had my regular facials, but maybe more frequently, I also got a spray tan. She's up for three daytime Emmys this year, tells me during a phone interview on Tuesday, and I'm not a hairy person, but I got a complete body wax. All right, folks. Hey, when you're in your 80s, you can still be getting body waxes. I'm tw- I'm 38. I've never gotten a body wax, but hey, there's no time like the present for a good old waxing. Not to wax poetic. At 81 years young, Stewart made history as the oldest Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, a model in her 20s. Uh, Martha Stewart worked with legends like Richard Avedon. When I was a model and posing all the time in bathing suits and sporty, sexy things, that's the time I should have been on the cover, she says, before adding with a laugh. But I wasn't $75 an hour model then. I was only a $50 and $60 an hour model. Hey, well, no offense, but um, we're talking about 55 to 60 years ago. If she was making $60 an hour uh, 60 years ago as a model, that sounds like a pretty big deal to me. Um, I love Martha, Martha Stewart, though. Um, I love everything about her. Uh, it certainly has aroused an interest in many, many different places. I just got an email from Gail King, she said. She wrote, congratulations, this is really great. You look stunning and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Martha wrote back Gail and said, next year is your year. I would have never... Uh, yeah, well, for sure, there should be, whether you're on the cover or not. You know, we live in this world where everyone's trying to get headlines. So I'm sure Sports Illustrated has 10 different covers, right? They have... They have this cover, that cover, you know, you're trying to, you know, trying to, uh, you know, uh, be across cultures, you know, not just have some, uh, you know, 20 year old model. Can you imagine how good my body looks at the age of 20? It's like, talk to me when you're Martha Stewart's age, right? How much of a say did you have in what you'd wear? People are asking. She says, in the beginning, I said I would do it, but I wasn't going to wear a fuddy duddy bathing suit with bows and drapery and all that stuff. I was not going to wear anything like that because I don't wear stuff like that. I had to go down to the Dominican Republic. I got in very late and we had a very spare dinner. And then the next morning I had to try on a room full of clothes that they brought down. We started to shoot at eight o'clock in the morning and shot until six o'clock at night. I had nine different outfits. 
So, and then they asked her, have you ever been asked before to be in the swimsuit issue? Never. When they called, I asked my daughter Alexis if I should do it. And she said, cool. She didn't say, are you crazy? I thought that was the best response. Um, they asked if Playboy had asked her to be, you know, on a cover in the past. She said, I would have never done Playboy because I found that a very improper magazine because I was brought up a prude. We were very conservative. When we changed our clothes, we closed the bedroom door. We were not overt, except my middle sister was overt. <laughs> All right. Tell us more about your middle sister. She's just like a job. We weren't overt. We were prude, except for that middle sister of mine. Let me tell you about Wendy. Um, did it do so they said have you been reading the comments on your instagram post with the photos she said they're very good there are only a few naysayers there the pictures are over people said the pictures are over retouched but they're not they're incredibly accurate pictures i was really pleased that there was not much airbrushing um, what do you think about when you read the comments that say you must have had a lot of work done to look so good? Martha responds, it's not true. I've had absolutely no plastic surgery whatsoever. I have very healthy, good hair. I drink green juice every day. I take my vitamins. I'm a billionaire. I eat very healthfully. I have very good skin doctors. I'm very careful in the sun. I wear hats and I wear sunblock every single day. I mean, you got to wear your sunblock out there. Now, she didn't say she said she didn't say she's had plastic surgery. But when you say plastic surgery, I think you can also imply injectables, Botox, fillers, things like that. Um, the question was, were you ever tempted to do plastic surgery or fillers? She said, every now and then there are certain fillers that I can do for a little line here or there, but I hate Botox. It's a weird thing for me. I really and truly don't do a lot. Um, doo -doo -doo. So here's the question about The Bachelor. Earlier today, it was announced there is going to be a Golden Bachelor dating show for older singles. Would you ever be on it? She said, if I get to see the men first. And we'll get to see my reaction to that statement after a quick word from our sponsors. When asked if she's considering doing a reality dating show, she said, I'm very busy. I have my beautiful cooking, entertaining, and gardening shows, which I'm very interested in. So I don't think I would do a reality dating show. They did ask me to do Dancing with the Stars, but I didn't have time to go out to California. That would be so fun. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, there it is, folks. Martha Stewart would do the Golden Bachelor. Um, I don't know if they could um, meet her demands, get to see the men first. I think that's fair. Look. If Martha Stewart, and leave a comment, let me know what you think. But if she wants to do Golden Bachelor, I think it's okay if she meets the guys first, you know. But who who in, in that age range is eligible and at that success level that Martha Stewart is? She's literally a one-of-a-kind human out there. Um, anyway, so good for her for uh, doing Sports Illustrated. Uh, you know, I always like to look back at Martha Stewart. We forget she was, she spent time in jail, why she went and what she said about her prison sentence. Uh, once upon a time, domestic maven and sports illustrated cover model. Yeah. She's the oldest cover model and she might be the first one to do hard time. Martha Stewart did some jail time. Here's uh, it. Does it count as hard time? How much jail time do you need to do before it becomes hard time? Martha Stewart built an empire of homemaking knowledge that spanned from a magazine to several TV shows. But after making her fortune under the Martha Stewart living umbrella and becoming a household name, she ran afoul of the law and was ultimately indicted on charges, obstruction of justice and security fraud. I got to tell you this, though. I would have, speaking of reality TV shows, I would have loved to see what Martha Stewart's um, bunk looked like. I mean, I'm sure she had, you know, designed, uh, you know, a floral shiv. You know, she's like, well, I whittled this, uh, you know, uh, the potpourri out of, you know, whatever. Um, she wound up only spending a matter of months there. The ordeal took her away from her true passion and threw a kink into her previous image 
of domestic perfection. And yeah, like I've been critical of billionaires in the past. I don't know how much she's worth. Let's go into this. How much is Martha Stewart worth? Um, you know, it really comes down to, she's at the age where it's like, oh, she's not a billionaire. She's only worth 400 million. Okay, pray for Martha Stewart. She's only worth 400 million. Um, uh, do, 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 do. What Was Martha Stewart the first female billionaire? She said, I was the first self-made female billionaire. I had opposition in that kind of opposition to a woman built business was really outrageous. So either way, she's, um, you know, maybe she's a billionaire in one form or another. Once you get to the $400 million mark, though, I think you've got success. All right. Are you guys excited to watch Golden Bachelor? It's going to be a hell of a fall. I think we're going to go. So charity season is going to be June, July, August. And then I'm assuming we'll have Bachelor in Paradise September, October. And then I'm guessing we're going to have Golden Bachelor November, December. It's going to lead right up to Christmas. Uh, the full season, the full Bachelor um, season is set. So all we got to do is get through the next five weeks and then we'll make it there unscathed. It's been a pretty quiet barrel scraping season. And I got to say, there's been nothing better for barrel scraping season than following Vanderpump rules. Did you guys watch last night's finale? It was wild. I mean, we say finale, but there was no finale. Fin there was no finality to the finale. Uh, they're going to have a three-part reunion. Uh, but if you're not caught up on it, I mean, it's it's almost e exhausting to explain because I know what it's like when I when this scandal story broke out, the cheating scandal that's rocking Vanderpump rules. I was on my honeymoon in Bali and I just didn't understand any of these names. I had to get educated into all of it. But there's so many twists and turns to what's going on because you've got Ariana finding out while she's with her long-term boyfriend of nine years that he's cheating on her with her best friend. You can't write this stuff. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. It's just too on the nose. And the fact that they brought the cameras back, I mean, what's that conversation like when all of a sudden they're getting ready to, um, you know, when they, they've literally essentially wrapped for the season, they've been wrapped for, I don't know, month, two, three months, whatever it is. And then they're like, all right, we got one more episode, folks. The whole season has completely changed and they've had to re-edit things. You know, it's so incredible to, to see a reality show, you know, because like, look, Bachelor, every year it's a different crew. It's a different group of people. This is kind of more like got that Jersey Shore vibe where you've got essentially mostly the same cast for the last decade. You know, people come and go, but you've, you've see these, you know, Sandoval cheated on his former girlfriend, Kristen, with Ariana. Now he cheated on, on uh, cheated on Ariana with Raquel. Now Raquel's saying, hey, are you going to cheat on me too? And it's like, oh my gosh. Can we get a therapist over there to uh, the Vanderpump uh, community? Uh, let me know what you guys think, though. Um, as much as I love covering it, is the story over or will there be more? I mean, there was a report yesterday that Sandoval and Raquel have broken up by like, did they? I don't know. I did an extensive um, live stream today on um, Up and Adam's YouTube channel, our good friend over there. He essentially does what I do, but he covers the Bravo community and I cover the Bachelor community. And, you know, they're pretty similar. I wouldn't say there's a 50% overlap. It's probably like 20%. Um, but anyone who does check out Vanderpump from the Bachelor world, I think instantly vibes with it because it has the same sort of 
you know, kind of not docu-series vibe, but it's got cameras following around entitled people that are, you know, fighting and, you know, they're playing it up. They know that the show will get canceled if they don't get the ratings. So because of that, they bring more drama and the cycle just goes on. But I've enjoyed it. I hate to say it because it's very gladiator of me to say, but I have enjoyed the bloodshed that has come from this season and the human condition with social media that's out there. At the very least, I just say for the people that, you know, the Sandoval's and Raquel's and the people that did the, the, the wrongs, just get off the internet, you know, take some yoga classes, do some gardening, Go to therapy and realize that the world's not going to end. You did a bad thing. You know, bad people, you know, that that whole saying, you know, is it a bad person or did they do a bad thing? Maybe it's both. Time will tell. All right, folks. But that's my thoughts on Vanderpump today. Thank you for sticking around. We'll be back tomorrow to cap things off on this wild week. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.